Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in film, Devin. And today, we're going to be giving our spoiler-free thoughts and insights on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, we just got out of the theater and saw Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. How are you feeling? Well, you just got out of the theater. I've been out for a few hours now, and I gotta say, buddy, that high is not going away anytime soon. You might have trouble going to falling asleep tonight. I know. Like, I just want to like hop on. Like, I want to rewatch like the first Spider Verse movie, or like play or watch something Spider Man related because, like, it's it's here. Like, it this is the year of Spider Man again. And I've said time and time again, Sony does a really good job of making it seem like they throw up smoke and mirrors and making it seem like they own everything Spider Man. But we are going through like another Spider Year with Across the Spider-Verse, of course. And we're getting Spider-Man 2 later this year hitting on PlayStation 5, which Devin still needs to buy. Well, actually, he doesn't need to buy. He just needs to wait a few years, and eventually... Yeah, hopefully not too long. Eventually, it'll come to PC. So, I mean, I'm not sure if you're excited for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, but I had a great time. I Actually, actually I'm going to get that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. It was it was a great, great game. I platinumed it on PlayStation 5. I might go pick it up again on PC later on, but I think I'm going to wait for it to go down a little bit in price, but it was a great game. But as I mentioned before, this is, again, the year of the spider, the year of the Spider-Man. Like I said, this is spoiler-free, so you do not have to worry about us ruining anything because we did not want to ruin it for any of our listeners out there. We did not want it ruined for us. Uh, That is why I kind of steer cleared of a lot of people's initial reactions because people tend to slip up from time to time. There was a few people's reactions that I did watch or listen to because I trusted them and I knew they weren't going to spoil anything. But With all that said, uh, the way that this episode is going to break down, as we mentioned, we're going to get into our spoiler-free thoughts, then we're just going to hit our final thoughts or ratings, and then we're going to get the heck on out of here. So without further delay, we'll be right back after this introduction to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man, and things are going great. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to be here at five. All right, whatever. Whatever? Wow. Whatever? So are you like a cow or a Dalmatian? I am the spot. <laughs> it's not funny. Don't, don't do that. Miles's grades are pretty good. A in AP Physics. That's my little man. And a B in Spanish. What? Ooh, okay. Miles. Are you trying Mira, to kill me? Mira, that's what I gotta go. All right, I'm five. He's lying to you, and I think you know it. 
What's up, danger? Miles! Wanna get out of here? Oh! Win? So wait a minute. There's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it? Uh, who's the new guy? This is unbelievable. This is the lobby. Miguel O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea. What's the guy gotta do to join this spider team? You can never be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999-99. Come on, go easy on the kid. He had a terrible teacher. Peter. Miles. Mayday. You have a baby? I have a baby. I'll take it from here. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. You have a choice between saving one person and saving every world. <sighs> Send me home. I can't do that. I can do both! Spider-Man always... Not always. What about Uncle Ben? If not for Uncle Ben, most of us wouldn't be here. And we are back with our Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse spoiler-free review. And the synopsis is as follows. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of spider people to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. This movie is directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. Writers include our boys Phil Lord and Chris Miller and David Callaham. And stars Shamik Moore, Haley Seinfeld, Issa Rae, Oscar Isaac, and I believe Andy Samberg is in the mix as well, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, it, there's so many great, talented people working here with, with a few surprises, but we're not going to talk about that because this is a spoiler-free review, so you guys will have to wait until you see the movie. But I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial spoiler-free thoughts on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, before we even get started, I, I barely made it to this this movie, actually. It was kind of a miracle. I had my Spidey senses, t- senses tingling and found a nail in one of my tires. So I had to stop by a gas station and pump some air in there to even get to the movie. L- like, I, pull, I pulled out of my garage and the tire pressure sensor said two. Wow, two. <laughs> That's how flat the tire was. I somehow made it to the gas station. I was not going to miss this movie and I'm, I'm so glad I made that and I made the, made the 20 minute trip to the theater because this is just one of those movie experiences that just comes around not, not too often. And when it does, it just feels so special because it's just, it's one of those movies. And I feel like when we talk about this movie and even the first one, we need to start like redefining the way that we're talking about these movies because you can say this is one of the best animated movies of all time, but I think it transcends that. You can say it's one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. I think it transcends that. You can say it's one of the best comic book movies of all time, but I think it even transcends that. We need to just start discussing it as, as it's one of the best movies of all time. Like it's getting to that level of just storytelling, animation, visuals, all of it. It's getting to the level where we need to start respecting it as just 
doesn't have to have a caveat where we say it's it's one of these categories, but just one of the best overall movies of all time. That's the level we're getting with these with this series, and I'm so excited that there's going to be a third one. Um, we already knew going in this is part one of two, and for for it being part one, it has such a satisfying ending that keeps you wanting more, but. It, it definitely gives you enough to live off of and be hyped for for however long it takes for this next one to come out. It's just so fun all around. It's just there's so many laughs, there's so many jaw dropping moments, there's so many emotional moments. You get all of it in the theater. My theater was packed, which is great. The best way to experience it because everyone was laughing along and everyone was just so into it. I think there was like a minute after the movie ended where just uh, an ovation, just clapping for about a minute straight. The whole most of the crowd. That's just how this movie goes and how it feels. And I'm just so glad that we have this and it's finally here. We've been waiting so long since the first one because the first one really shocked everyone. Had no expectations for the most part. Just kind of random animated Spider-Man movie that came out, but it blew everyone away. And this one, I, I think it tops it for me at least. Like it just kind of improves on everything. Like there really is, it really doesn't feel like it's possible, but they did it. They pulled it off. I could not agree more, especially when, when it comes to the, you know, when we're talking about the first movie, which is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, you know, it, it was in that time where Sony wasn't, you know, we, we had Tom Holland as Spider-Man for like live action, but that was within association with Marvel Studios. And when it comes to Sony Spider-Man, um, outside of, I would say, like the first two Spider-Men uh, from Tobey Maguire's, really, Sony doesn't really have like the best track record after it came from Spider-Man 3. And then we had the Andrew Garfield movies. Again, not his fault. It's just the way, with a lot of studio interference that happened with those movies, a lot of, you know, studio interference with, you know, the story and whatnot. But then we, we had into the Spider-Verse, you know, and that's where we kind of start when we were talking about across the spider verse, because we did not expect um, <laughs> into the spider verse to win an Oscar for best animated feature. We did not expect it to perform that well. We didn't even expect to love that movie because um, prior to me seeing across the spider verse into the spider verse was my favorite Spider-Man movie, like out of like, anything and then number two was no way home and so on and so forth but i i i agree with you Devin. i i can wholeheartedly say i know we've only seen it once i'm definitely gonna go see it again but this movie improves on the first in so many ways that's not dissing the first movie it's not diminishing you know what the first movie was because without that first movie we do not get across uh, the Spider-Verse, and we will not have gotten the third movie that will be coming out. We don't know when, but like it, it all leads back to that original, and the, the original movie was so good that it, it was so well-received that when I was sitting there watching across, uh, across the Spider-Verse, it just blew me away. I didn't know what to expect. I did not want to read anyone's, you know, like I said before, I didn't want to read anyone's uh, reviews or reactions aside from a few people who I trust who weren't going to spoil it for me. And I came out just like, I came out a bigger Spider-Man fan than what I already was because that is, this movie explains what it means to be Spider-Man. And 
you know, we, we could joke about the, what was it when the, when Spider-Man PS4 came out, like every single review was like, this video game makes you feel like Spider-Man. Well, guess what? Across the Spider-Verse makes you feel like Spider-Man and more. It is like, you know, you could talk about like all of the like surprise um, uh, appearances that um, in this movie, because there's a lot of Spider-Men or a lot of Spider-People in this movie. But that is not what makes this movie special. And I feel like a lot of people were having the same um, thought process with No Way Home. People were saying, oh, you know, well, you just love uh, Spider-Man No Way Home because there's all of these, uh, you know, different Spider-Men. No, because what I loved about No Way Home and what I love about Across the Spider-Verse is not the fact that there are multiple Spider-Men. That's just icing on the cake. It is at its heart, Across the Spider-Verse is a not only a Spider-Man movie, it is a Miles Morales movie. It is a M- Miles Morales story that is focused around him and his family and his journey. And this movie does not take away from that whatsoever but it also does a good job of being a gwen stacy story which they did a good job of balancing the the two yeah. main characters it no they they really did and if you know it's and i was kind of getting this feeling it feels like you know obviously they are starting to develop uh feelings for each other you know they're uh 14 15 years old and you know that's that's just what teenagers do um miles looks you know he's, he's grown a lot within this past year because it's been about a year between the first movie and the second movie but this movie like we said you know it is a spider-man movie it is a movie about betrayal as well and just everything that comes with that and friendships uh start to teeter or you know start to lose trust within each other but it is it is a heartbreaking movie and I would say, you know, there are a lot of twists and turns that happen, but I feel like this is their Empire Strikes Back movie. Because since we know this is going to be a trilogy, like we mentioned, they did announce two Spider-Man movies. Uh, the first one is Across the Spider-Verse. I'm not going to reveal the title of this uh, second one because I do consider that a little bit of a spoiler. Um, just, you know, I just want people to kind of go and see it as is. But I do agree, Devin. Gwen was, or you know, voiced by Haley Seinfeld. And she she never misses. She's got the Midas touch. She She really does. Like every single project that either Oscar, I mean, I would say that either Oscar Isaac or Haley Seinfeld are a part of, like, or Brian Tyree Henry, of course. Like, they, they never miss. But it's like any time that Haley Seinfeld is in a movie or Oscar Isaac or pretty much anyone here, um, you're, you're going to have a great time. And I love how we got to see Gwen uh, develop as a character. We also got to see uh, Peter Parker develop as a character. If you've seen the promo, he has a little uh, spider bebe. Peter B. Parker, that is. Yeah, Peter B. Parker. That's right. I, I do apologize. Yeah, but there there is a lot of twists and turns in this movie, and the cliffhanger was just perfect. Like I would I would have stopped the movie. I was like, all right, this is all I need to know. But at the same time, I kind of wanted them to keep going because I wanted to know the rest of the story. But I was like, okay, we're, we're going to get an intermission here for a few years. But I'm assuming they did record or shoot everything together between part one and part two 
So it may be like a year or two out, but enough of my rambling, Devin. Was there anything else you wanted to mention in our spoiler-free section? <laughs> there are just there's just so many scenes where you're just watching it unfold on the screen, and for me, there's just a giant smile on my face, like because you just can't believe that this is happening. Like you can't believe something this good for a character that's so beloved and so popular. It's just they're just nailing it on such a level that it's hard to believe, and you mm-hmm. just soak it all in. Yeah. And even Amy uh, Pascal, I believe, or someone over at Sony had mentioned that they are um, in talks and working on a Spider uh, Woman and a Miles Morales live action film, because that would be awesome. It's what people have been asking for for years since the first, um, you know, Spider uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Then they teased it in No Way Home, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That will forever be one of the best jokes in any Spider-Man like movie ever. He's like, oh, man, you know, you're a kid from Brooklyn. You don't have enough. He's like, I thought you were black. (laughs) He was like, there's got to be there's got to be one of those somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. He was like. I'm so sorry. And then, yeah, he goes on to sing. He's like, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there. But, of course, he is Afro-Latino. So, you know, we, we got to give it out to all of the, um, you know, Latinos out there as well. Because this character would not have existed without, you know, two minority groups, um, you know, coming together and working on this. And it was it, it was very beautiful. Oscar Isaac played a great Miguel. <laughs> so I was like... It was, it was it was awesome. Yeah, he was teased at the end, end credit scene of the first one. Oh, that's right. He was. Oh, my gosh. It's been like I watched. Did you watch Into the Spider-Verse before seeing Across the Spider-Verse? I did not watch it, but I did watch uh, Eric Voss did like a breakdown of the movie and all the Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. He is a fast talker. He's a very fast talker. Yeah, he's, he's good at his job. He really is. I was like, Whew, I, I cannot keep up. But that's right. Miguel was at um, appeared at the end of the post credit for uh, the first Spider-Verse movie. I totally forgot about that. And I watched the first Spider-Verse movie beforehand. I watched it about a week ago. But, you know, I, I just didn't stick around uh, for the uh, for the credits there. But they they have a vision of what they want to do. And I really hope after we get the third one, I, I really hope that's it. Like, I, I don't want them to keep continuing. You know what I mean? Because it feels like today in Hollywood, they don't know how to give like a trilogy or just a franchise, like a proper ending. I feel like four miles of story. I feel like three movies altogether are great. But what I really liked about Cross the Spider-Verse is that it focuses more on Miles. Like, obviously, the first one does focus on Miles, but I feel like it takes away from him just a little bit. But Across the Spider-Verse, what we're talking about tonight, definitely focuses on Miles 100%. And it's it's just, it is a great Miles Morales story. My, my, my mouth was just, my jaw was just dropped the entire ending. Like, oh my God, this is insane. Obviously, we can't talk about much, but... Yeah. It really just... It, it opens your mind to so many possibilities and keeps you wanting more, but also it's just satisfying enough because it is, it's, it's a really well set up first part. Like it's not obviously not a definitive ending, but it's definitely an ending to this part. It's a better cliffhanger than we got with fast X. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, you know, like we, we, 
it, it is what it is. But obviously there are a lot of people out there who probably don't know that this is part one of part two. But again, we don't consider that spoilers because during the original announcement of Across the Spider-Verse, they did announce that there was going to be two parts. Um, so, you know, you can kind of find that online. That is like official news that has been released by the studio. Not saying everything released by the studio is considered uh, non-spoiler. You know, there are some lines that some studios have crossed, but, uh, you know, we're not going to get into that tonight. But uh, let's get into our final thoughts and ratings here. Devin, what are your final thoughts and ratings on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, like I said before, I think this movie transcends into just overall movie greatness. Like, it doesn't have to have a specific category for it to be considered one of the greatest. And I just think it just takes everything to another level, takes the, the entire first movie and improves upon what was already an amazing movie and just takes everything to the max. And it's just so amazing. <laughs> um, as far as review goes or rating goes, I mean, I don't really think there's much I can complain about. Obviously, we're both still on the high from just watching it, <laughs> but I'd have to go with like a 99. I honestly, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Where else to give it? I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm screw it. I'm giving it a perfect hundred. I'm just, I'm there going go. there. I'm going there tonight because Miles Morales deserves it. Spider Man deserves it. And honestly, Sony Pictures Animation deserves this fellow Lord and everyone who works on this project because, you know, this didn't feel rushed. Uh, this movie was supposed to release last year. Um, I think it was around like October or September, if I um, if I can remember correctly. But they pushed it back. Could have been a COVID thing or whatnot. But um, no, it this is something that didn't feel rushed. Like we it's not like we got like the next sequel you know, within like the next year or two, like this, this took time. Like the, the first one came out in what, 2018. So it's been a few years and not saying that it, it'll take longer for the next one. Cause I believe they did record everything, you know, in one go kind of the Avengers style or what they did with the matrix, like back in the day for two and three, um, where there was like, what the year of the matrix, um, type thing. But no, it, I, I would give this, I would give this a perfect score. Um, this is by far the, the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. And, you know, like we said, it could just be the high of us talking, but I'm definitely going to go see it again, but I didn't have any qualms with it at all. So, um, I, what the medium between 199, I guess it would just be 99. Yeah. 99.5, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can say 99.5. So a 99.5 is our official rating for the Film Optics podcast between me and Devin's score. So, yeah, it was it was just beautiful, man. And I, I it's cliche, but it makes you feel like Spider-Man. It, it does, like I said. It makes you feel like Spider-Man and more. So that is a wrap on today's episode. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. Again, that's Optics with an X. And as always, make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And now let's take a sneak peek at what's coming up next on the show. So we have our Transformers Rise of the Beasts review, as well as our The Flash review. 
and Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. And we might do a spoiler-free... Nah, I'm, I'm sorry. We might do a spoiler cast or like a spoiler episode for Across the Spider-Verse because there is a lot to talk about, but that is more of a TBA kind of up in the air. It just depends on what is going on and, you know, if we can get a few of our uh, friends of the show together to give a proper spoiler review for Across the Spider-Verse. But in the meantime, you can listen to our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 review, as well as our The Little Mermaid review and our Star Wars Visions Season 2 review. And again, thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. I'm Christian, and that was Devin signing off, and we'll see you all across the Spider-Verse. Peace.